following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, we had, as I would say we, our ministry had a Thanksgiving um, get-together today, and mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned something there that uh, you would uh, talk about being thankful for things that you wouldn't normally be thankful for. Explain that for us. <laughs> Years ago, when I was a, a youth director, I was a junior high director. We had literally, on the roll, 600 uh, junior high, with uh, 120 leaders, uh, and I, I, I did something that I remember to this day. Um, you know, I always say since I'm 800 years old, you know, I can remember, <laughs> you know, something that's pretty good, you know, for from back then. I, I loved the work. I, I loved the kids. I, and, um, but I did something. I said, I want you to think of something that would never occur to you to thank God for. And um, I, I presented something that, I mean, because I knew what I was going to do, but the Bible says, in all things give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And uh, so I was going to tell the staff this, and, and I did, um, but during the conversation I had at my table um, regarding, um, uh, it, it went toward painful people and just things, and so I ended up sharing something that today different. Uh, I did tell them what, what I wanted us to do, is just, you think of one thing that you've never thought to thank God for, I, and I said my the most memorable when I was a junior high director, there was a guy who said, "I thank God for toilet paper." <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and of course, the other kids laughed, but yes. then they 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 said, "That's that's true. That's true." You know, and of course, um, and so I, I challenge you to think of something very. Unusual that you might not ever thank God for. Uh, but let me tell you what I ended up doing. Um, and again, this had to do with the conversation that, that took place uh, around a table of, of eight. And I, I said, now I'm going to mention this. I'm going to thank God for and, and thank Him every day to the end of the year. For godly role, uh, male role models, and the reason I did that is because uh, I, my dad said Christianity's a crutch. My dad said, um, and but he really wasn't in our home. Uh, uh, he had another family going on, and so he would just periodically be there. Uh, and then later, uh, when I was literally 12, I remember we moved into his house. Um, 
uh, have a strange birthday, December 31st, so it's easy for me to remember years in a different way than most people. Uh, but uh, we moved into his house when I was 12, uh, on, by, by, uh, very close to my birthday. And then uh, 11 months later, my parents married. But the point is, um, I, it, uh, was, it was just a very painful upbringing with him specifically but you know um, and I basically I'm going to say this I have two sisters who are both who have been very strong feminists and there was the male bashing and all that now they were four and five five years younger than me four and five years younger and so I didn't. I, I I hated the male bashing, but I know uh, it was hard for them. Uh, it was hard for all of us, uh, even including my brother, a year older than me. And the the point I'm saying now is, at least I had several uncles. I had an uncle Jimmy in Idabel, Oklahoma, and we often went to Idabel, Oklahoma, and that was the respite from the pain of Dallas. And um, the, it's not Dallas's fault, I'm talking about our home situation. And, and uh, my Uncle Jimmy had a reputation uh, that he had in his entire life. No one ever heard him speak an unkind word about anyone. He was a healthy role model. I, I had a, another uncle. Uh, I had two, two other uncles, and I, they, they were good. They were uh, one, one of them. Uncle Charlie actually paid attention to me, and I didn't think of it like that. But I was. He said, I want to take you fishing. And so I took a bus to Shreveport, Louisiana, and he taught me how to fly fish. Now, I was probably 10 at that time. But what I'm saying is, thank, is, is there a godly role model that you needed? Because there was a hole in your heart and a hole in your life. Thank God for, it could be a, a mom. You, you, you didn't have a God, good mom, but you had a godly role model. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as Grief and Loss, Abuse and Trauma, Depression and Suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their life. It's Ministry Multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have any questions about tonight's topics, or any number of topics, really, we have over 100 keys for living that will help you to address your situation. Our keys for living are a thorough treatments of any particular topic. Just talk to our customer support team about something you might be going through, something you'd like direction on, and they will point you to some good resources. Maybe it's a free resource on our website. Maybe it's a resource that you can order from them and get into your hands in a matter of days. So just call them and help them, let them help you decide what to get there. The number is 800 800- 488 hope they're available monday through friday 8 to 5 central time they'd be happy to help you get those resources their number again 800-488-HOPE that's 800-488-4673 well we want to welcome to our program this evening listening on kcbi in texas we welcome taylor and lisa well hello taylor and lisa so glad to to talk with you both what what can i do to help Hi, June. Thank you so much for having both of us on tonight. You're Um, welcome. Well, I don't know if you want to call it a predicament or a situation. It started in mid-September. My friend Lisa came home from work one night, and there was a mirror that had fallen off of a shelf, and... um, it didn't knock down some things that it probably should have. It was an antique mirror that um, mm. the glass did not break, but all four corners had chips off of it. And she called me over because she was, you know, a little scared and came over. And we immediately thought, you know, maybe there was a mouse that got in the house or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a small thought that this could be a spiritual situation, but, you know, kind of was just in passing. And then maybe a week or two later, um, she was asleep, and her and her dog heard a pumpkin. They didn't know what fell, but it was turned out to be a um, decoration that had fallen, a pumpkin from a ledge um, that had been there mm. for several weeks. And then shortly after that, I'd say maybe another two weeks, She entered her garage, and uh, there were two hats placed uh, just on the outside of the door. They were on a shelf about eight feet away around a corner, 
And she called me again, and I suggested maybe we need to put up some cameras um, mm. to see what's going on here. And um, that was just the beginning of the next two months, um, things that started happening. Um, so that night, she wanted me to sleep on her couch, and um, <laughs> she was a little scared. So uh, we took a look at the cameras. There was some motion detected, and what we saw pretty much um, was, I'm going to say, amazing, a little scary. Um, there were orbs all over in the garage. and You're, you're talking you know, about like light orbs? They were uh, white-colored, and they were moving mostly from the ground to the ceiling and, and going in different, you know, designs, I guess you could say. And I, I was like, Lisa, you got to look at this. And she just immediately raised her hand and started, you know, saying Jesus' name and praying, and they would move really fast. And then I said, stop, just stop for a second, and then they would stop, and then she would, do, you know, pray again, and it would do it again. And basically we called another Christian friend over, and we had Christian music going. We were singing and just praying. We didn't know really what to do, and these things would react to you know, the, the words, if you said God or Jesus or, you know, anything, they would react by moving faster. And we actually had the nerve to go out into the garage. We didn't feel, like, fearful, I guess, for our lives. It was more like, what is going on? And, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's why we have reached out to you, because we, we've been going through this. We've had our church come over um, to her house and pray. Um and, you know, th this went on for several weeks, and now it's at my house, and, you know, similar story. Um, it it's just been um, unnerving at times, but it's also not so scary that we can't stay at our homes, but we have been taking turns spending the night on each other's sofas <laughs> because we can't mm -hmm. stay alone at our own homes. So we actually one night, I think it was maybe a week ago, before I called um, to get some guidance on this, you were talking about spiritual warfare, and it was yes. on, because we keep Christian music on all the time, and the station that we listened to had you on, and just knew we had to reach out to you for some guidance on this. And so... So are you saying that the only thing that you are aware of that made a difference, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I'm not saying something that you're not saying, it sounds like when you use the word, the name of Jesus, there was a change. Yes, they reacted to, to words and to Christian music. And when it's playing, like, you know, before we came on the air, I took a look at my house, um, and the music is playing, and there is nothing there. But if the music goes off, they're back. Mm -hmm. And uh, Lisa may want to add something to that. Okay. Yes, hi, Thank you. This is Lisa. Um, hi, Lisa. The difference at my house, um, when this, you know, when 
the mirror fell off, the pumpkin fell down, and then the hat. I mean, all very unusual. But when we first saw activity in my garage, um, I was just, you know, all I knew is to cry out to Jesus. I was, I was worried, scared. Cry out to Jesus. And she said they got more active. And she kept, she said, you got to come look at this. I didn't want to go look at it. But she mm-hmm. said, quit saying anything, because I was just praying, so I'd be quiet, and she said it would calm down. What's different now from then is, like, I bought a radio for my garage. I have Christian music going on all the time. I keep it on in my house. And what I don't have cameras anymore, because I just can't do that. Um, I've kind of, God has bigger eyes than that camera does. So, um, but at house with her Christian music on, um, uh, with her music on, um, she says she doesn't see anything. Okay. So the, the difference is calling on the name of Jesus, um, Christian music. And when it's Christian music, obviously, uh, there is a theme there of faith in Christ, and that that's interesting. You said that that you put a radio in your garage. Is that correct? Yes. And what then? What occurred when you put the radio in the garage? How did you, what did you feel, what did you see that might have been anything different? When I go out into my garage, either going out or coming in, Mm -hmm. there's praise music going on or Christian programming going on. I just feel the power of God. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I feel covered because... And God is being broadcasted all through my garage. Yes. Do you have the radio on or the the Christian music uh, or programming inside the house also? I do, yes. Okay. And sometimes it's on the same station, sometimes not. But it's always Christian music or Christian programming. Okay. Had you? Uh, how did you know to do uh, either Christian music or even saying the name of Jesus? How did you know about that? By the way, um, by the way, just, I, I I affirm you doing this because okay, there are people who literally. Uh, when they have said the name Jesus and something very unusual was happening, there is uh, is impact. So I, I'm I'm wanting you to hear that I'm not in any way uh, questioning the credibility of what you're saying. But how did you know to do this? Have you heard yes. sermons on this? Sermons on it, reading the Word of God. Um, that Satan, if it's evil, has to flee with the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, um, just the name of Jesus. 
Mm-hmm. Um, also, Christian music, praise and worship. Satan and Jesus can't be in the same place, I don't think. I don't know. This is, you know, I hope you can help me with this. Um, I don't know if this is, like, evil. It definitely, you know, things were knocked off that were, like, it didn't make sense. The pumpkin, it, I thought, oh, maybe that was the air conditioner or something. But the mirror and the hat, um, you know, something. Um, and I don't understand all the orbs, but I just, I by listening to sermons, listening to Christian radio, listen, reading the Word of God, um, I knew there's power in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, we... we read certain scriptures um, uh, in first John five verses five uh, four, verses four and five uh, everyone born of God overcomes the world. this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. who is it that overcomes the world question mark only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. That's just one scripture, Mm. but it's saying that it matters what a a person's faith represents in that that last phrase. Uh, Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Uh, And what that really means is there is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Uh, Jesus is God. He came to earth as a son, flesh, blood. Um, And intentionally, God became man, but he is God. So there is supernatural power in him, and many people... Uh, just have never thought of this, but I'm I'm glad that you're aware. You are doing certain things that are are very important. Um, what I I know is there is such a thing as what quote spiritual warfare, spiritual warfare, and that is right for you to be aware of that, as you mentioned. And then um, we, we know that the Bible also says the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Do you have a heart for people who are hurting and broken? You want to throw them a lifeline, but sometimes you just don't know how. Lifeline to Hope is a brand new, one-of-its-kind caregiver training designed just for you. Using video-based instruction from leading experts, plus relevant case studies and interactive exercises, you can discover how to effectively provide support, encouragement, and spiritual care. The ultimate goal is to connect lives in crisis with a new or renewed life in Christ. This 10-week Lifeline to Hope program can train and deploy a small, effective group of caregivers in your church and community. Be the person in your church that brings together caregivers to become better equipped to meet the hurting. Discover more at lifelinetohope.org. lifelinetohope.org.
If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You were listening to Hope in the Night. We are a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we'd like to thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. It really means so much to us. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they can help you access whatever resources might help you the most. I want to recommend to you Spiritual Warfare Strategy for the Battle. That's available as you call customer support at 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If you'd like to get on the program, just give us a call at 800-917. We'll talk to you about being on an upcoming Hope in the Night. That's 800-917-800-644-4817. Now back to our conversation with Taylor and Lisa. Well, I, what a blessing that the two of you, uh, what I'm hearing, you're friends, is that correct? Yes. Okay. And how long have you uh, known each other and been friends? Um, this is Taylor. Um, 35 years, I believe. Wow. Um, she, Lisa was my... Um, what you were talking about earlier, about, you know, mothers and fathers, she was yes. my motherly influence that lived next door um, when I was growing up. Oh. Me about God, read Bible verses to me. Um, she's about 12, 13 years older than me and just a uh-huh. dear friend. Wow. We're, we're now the same age, kind of, you know. So it's, yeah, as you get older, it's, it's not as much, uh, there's not that much difference. Um, well, what a blessing that you have each other. So, Lisa, thank you for the precious godly influence uh, over the years that you've been to Taylor. And um, obviously, there was great comfort, uh, the two of you um, experiencing something similar, but you said, uh, I think, Taylor, that it was after a period of time then the same types of things started happening in your home. Did I hear that correctly? Yes. um, Basically what happened was the camera got put back into my living room. She borrowed it to go in her garage. And you know, for weeks, I would look because I was curious, you know, if anything was going on in my house and never saw one orb at all. 
And then about a week ago, I saw that there was motion detected. I got an alert on my phone, and I looked, and they were just, like, flying all over the place. And the interesting thing, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, is that once we play the music, which I did in this instant, and I immediately left my house and went to Lisa's couch to sleep that night. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the music is played, the, the orbs, they're white in color, different sizes, mostly the same shape, you know, orb-shaped, round-shaped. But they mm-hmm. start falling from the ceiling to the ground when the music is played. Hmm. And then they disappear after the music's been on a while. And that night, my cat actually had an encounter with two orbs. And, you know, of course, we have all of this on recorded on video. And it's our big question is, are orbs bad? Are they good spirits? Are they evil spirits? I mean, it's just very confusing to mm-hmm. comprehend all of this. Well, the Bible doesn't address that specifically. Right. Uh, and, and But there can be, we, we call it supernatural, meaning it's not natural. There's, there's the natural, and then there is the supernatural, beyond uh, the, the natural. And I'm just saying that um, if, if we think about, um, and, and that's one of the things, by the way, I look for if uh, I rarely talk about this, only when someone mentions something that cannot be explained in the natural. Um, and when there, it looks like something very, very, um, uh, disconcerting. Um, you you're trying to figure out okay what, what what is the cause? Um, I'm very cause and effect oriented in terms of just how my mind thinks. I'm very logical, um, very rational. Loved math, so um, it's and I would I I was not raised uh, in. Uh, any knowledge of this or any experience in this area. So it's not like I'm predisposed based on childhood of hearing about anything in this vein. And I remember when I began to, uh, in my young adult years, I began to study the Bible in uh, a, a very serious way and I would come up upon scriptures and uh, learned uh, there's a a great deal that the Bible says uh, in multiple places things to for to literally uh, to where God forbids us doing certain things and I was very surprised and we'll talk about a little bit of that but um I think that many people are not aware of what could happen or what the cause would be and and what the the, the term that um, uh, one of you said was spiritual warfare well you you think of warfare 
Um, history books tell us that from the beginning of civilization, um, there have been battles waged uh, between warring kingdoms. Some wars are so significant that they, they've changed his, the history of the world in terms of, and, and typically when we hear warfare, we think of physical. Um, the Bible, though, tells us about the ongoing war between two spiritual kingdoms, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of the enemy of God. That Satan, um, the word Satan literally means adversary. It's a, it's a Hebrew word, uh, means adversary uh, or enemy. And um, with the, this warfare between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan, it, uh, there are unseen influences. Um, I'm talking about there are there there are positive that there's the angelic world. Um, do I see physically angels? Uh, I don't. Um, but that doesn't negate their very real presence. Likewise, um, there's an unseen army of demonic influences. And although God reigns as sovereign over heaven and earth, he does allow Satan limited power over this age for this period of time. And therefore, to be aware of any world system in opposition to the ways of God is wise. And therefore, uh, we, in fact, um, uh, like in Second Corinthians 4, verse 4, the Bible says, the God of this age, and that's referring to Satan, has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. I'm, I'm just affirming that there is such a thing as spiritual warfare, and spiritual warfare by, I, I could say, definition, is the ongoing conflict against the human race with three enemies. Um, the, it's called the world, the flesh, and Satan. This is in Ephesians 2. Mm. And But the purpose would be to render Christians ineffective and or to keep non-Christians from coming into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And so uh, these three, uh, uh, I call them like theaters, theaters of, of war, because many times if you're dealing with the military, they, they'll say, well, there's the theater of war, of war that's going on here in this location. Um, so these three areas are outlined in the Bible 
in Ephesians 2, verses 1 through 3. And I'm intentionally going to read the scripture just so we're, we're on the same page. Um, the, the Bible says, uh, And you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sin. This would be a person who's not a Christian. Uh, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the the prince of power of the air, and that's Satan, uh, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also, <clears throat> among whom also uh, we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of the flesh, and fulfilling the desires of the flesh and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. So it's talking about those who um, at one time, where we all uh, were born uh, in, a, in a physical world, um, but we did not have the Lord in our lives. And the point is, it's talking about, in this case though, um, if we walked along, uh, walked according to the course of this world, it's not talking about the beautiful world of the trees and the grass and the water uh, of, uh, of lakes and, you know, so at times the Bible uses the phrase the world and it's intended to be clear of it, it the world the word world in spiritual warfare is the invisible system of ideas activities purposes uh, that um, could be influenced in opposition to God so for example the God says um, I've set before you life and death choose life so that you and your children may live so choosing life, we are to value the sanctity of life. But there are those who do not do that. They will allow activities that actually promote death. And some people would say, well, you're talking about abortion. And, you know, it, uh, yes, that's true. But we have a choice. Uh, the world referred to as the enemy of God. It's not the beauty of creation, but worldly principles in opposition to God's principles based on His Word. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as Grief and Loss, Abuse and Trauma, Depression and Suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org. 
org slash ccl. As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. You are listening to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver. We'll get back to our callers in just a moment. If you have any questions or concerns about spiritual warfare, just call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. We have resources that will help you to uh, to navigate that, to understand what's going on and uh, what to do about that. If you have a, a, a situation there that involves spiritual warfare, we have uh, Keys for Living called Strategy for the Battle. And again, customer support can help you to get resources there. The number is 800-488-4673. That's 800-488-HOPE. And you may also email them if you'd uh, be uh, if that be more uh, convenient for you at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Let's return to our conversation now with Taylor and Lisa. Well, uh for both of you, uh, Lisa and Taylor, I want to say that um, if, if I'm saying anything and it resonates and you think, hmm, this, um, this seems to really be important. Uh, if, and, and in fact, we're going to pray right now. Lord, we just pray that you will bring to our minds uh, whatever you want us to think, to act upon, uh, to guard against, and uh, we just are are asking for your supernatural wisdom. Um, Reveal what is imperative for these dear friends, and thank you that they want to do whatever is necessary to be obedient to you and to yield their lives to you. Uh, and as uh, as a result of this, these occurrences, I pray you'll prepare them for whatever can be helpful, not only to them, but possibly even to others in the future. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, Amen. So if something comes to mind and you think, I, we, you know, this, is a, this could be a concern, um, one thing I want to go back to, I said that there are these three areas that are mentioned, the world, the flesh, and uh, the devil, or Satan. Uh, The world, we're talking about 
The world is referred to as the enemy of God in the Bible at certain places. But again, this is not the beauty of God's creation, um, the the universe, the um, many beautiful things in God's creation. That's not it. It is the worldly principles in opposition to God's mm-hmm. principles. And that's based on the Bible, based on His Word. Because, um, uh, like in James 4, verse 4, you adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God, being an enemy of God? Mm -hmm. Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. So, how, how we think... What we give ourselves over to from an ideological standpoint um, can be wrong. Um, I remember uh, I knew nothing. I've never even heard of any of this when I I was not a Christian. Um, and even for a while after becoming a Christian, I didn't know. Uh, anything about um, the the concept of spiritual warfare, and only after uh, really paying attention to what God's word said, was I willing to, or, and and I wanted to line up my life with what God wants me to think and do. And um, and that's why I'm defining more clearly uh, these three arenas: uh, the the world, the flesh, and and Satan. Now, the flesh is not uh, the epidermis, mean, meaning I can uh, grab my uh, a little a bit of my on my hand, you know, on. Uh, uh, above the wrist and I can I can grab about a half inch it's not that that is not the flesh in in spiritual warfare I mean, that is the flesh in the physical natural but in the supernatural or in spiritual warfare it refers to living out of our own resources instead of out of Christ's resources in other words it's I'm going to do what I want to do I'm going to go where I want to go. Uh, I am at the center of my world. And this um, this word flesh, and that's why I'm trying to distinguish between the normal flesh, but uh, the, it, is, it is self-willed living. Or it's you know, well, yeah, you say that, or or not yielding to, let's say, if since the Lord says, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. That's in Hebrews. In other words, we need to be in a body of believers. And I'm grateful that the two of you have each other. But I'm saying, if we are, we are to have fellowship in. Uh, it, it's not just. It's not just. Oh, that'd be a good um, thing to do. Some people go to church because they want contacts. A person who I'm going to um, be very specific. I know people who 
who said, well, you know, I'm in sales you know, uh, or insurance, and and there's nothing wrong with that. But but it's like that's why they go to churches to have uh, business contacts. And but that's not the point of church. It is there's a, a wonderful reason uh, which is is important, and we should and and by the way it's not just any thing or any I'll say not just any church I'm saying um I did not grow I was in a church growing up but it was not biblical uh, there was no bible uh I knew no scripture until I ended up being in a different church and I thought I'd never seen godly um, in my situation, teenagers. I, I mean, I just was totally unaware. So what I'm saying is I saw authentic Christianity for the first time, and uh, I, I didn't plan on being in a biblical church. It just, there were certain things that, that took place. But I, I forever will thank God for the opportunity to learn his word um, through superb uh, Bible teachers, and so I'm I'm glad that you said that you've. It sounds like you've called the leaders of your church. Um, is that right, Lisa? Yes. Okay, and um, so was were they a knowledgeable? Were they able to help in a certain, any certain way? Um, you know, just through prayer, just through, um, they called out on the authority of Jesus Christ over all things. Mm-hmm. Um, they prayed over us for protection. Mm-hmm. Um, they prayed over themselves for protection. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went out in the garage and we prayed, and um, one of the ministers commanded whatever's in there to get out in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, Good. So, you know, I I love it that you you talked about, um, you know, it's, it's, it, this is something that's not, you know, the Bible doesn't address all this, things coming off the shelves that other things should have come off to or hats being placed. We don't hear that, but we, you know, you talked about that supernatural and the world mm-hmm. and, um, I like that you help explain that to us. Well, um, um, you know, yeah, also I, and, within you talked about our flesh. You know, we've looked at our, you know, God show us that there's things in our life that we need to remove or get out. Yes, 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 and um, I, um, I remember s- some. People came from Shreveport. I was doing some conference of something, and afterwards, um, these um, th- there was a woman who was having difficulty at her home, and um, I did not know them, but uh, I said, you need to evaluate, is there anything in your home? I was talking to the woman who was having unusual things happening and um, I'll just tell you the 
the other one who was with her was spiritually stronger, and this woman had been involved in certain occultic things. And I, but it, oh, well, if, all I'm saying is, uh, I said I want you to go through your house and remove anything that would deal with the occult. And by the way, I will send both of you uh, our material on spiritual warfare as well as on the occult. And so what happened was um, they went back and there were, there were, I think, some other people who were involved in this. They um, went through her home. They found a number of things uh, that were in the occult. And uh, she, they thought they went everywhere. There was a closet. And this woman, she didn't want them going into a particular closet. And it was, yet she wanted gone what was happening. And later the other woman said, no, we're going to do this no matter what. And sure enough, they found certain items that were in the occult, of the occult. I have no idea why she was resistant. But uh, the reason, by the way, to do that, um, to uh, evaluate uh, the home uh, and to evaluate anything that needs to be removed is because there is scriptural support for that. And uh, so I'm, this is my, my point. I am going to be sending you both our, our keys uh, for spiritual warfare. It's called Strategy for the Battle. And then the occult. And it's, it's specific things for you to evaluate. And you, you will see scripturally that you are to remove those things from your home. And that means you might need to see if there's something, make sure that you've done an excellent inventory and removal of uh, whether it's anything having to do with horoscopes or uh, certain symbols. And we have the symbols that you can see what are, uh, in fact, I'm, actually I'm going to send you a third one. And that is... Um, we also have Satan, demons, and Satanism. So you'll see uh, those three areas that uh, you can have on, on guard, be on guard with. And um, if we need to talk again, we will do so. Uh, and I'm going to ask our listening audience to pray for both our friends, Lisa and Taylor, uh, for wisdom and freedom. We will send those resources, The Occult, Dispelling the Darkness, also Satan, Demons, and Satanism, Seeing the Sinister Reality, as well as Spiritual Abuse, Religion, no, make that Spiritual Warfare Strategy for the Battle. We'll send those out to tonight's callers. We do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. And if you'd like to give to support that, just go to hopefortheheart.org slash donate. 
You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.